The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. You go back to Sunday night and you look at what the Warriors did to the Celtics in game two to even the NBA finals at one game apiece as they head to Boston tonight for game three. And it was really... Uh, Draymond Green getting inside the Celtics' heads. No doubt about it. He was sending messages not just to Boston, but to his own team, the Dubs. Uh, He was harassing uh, Boston uh, players, ball handlers. Uh, He was talking smack. He said he was giving the Dubs an attitude adjustment that they needed uh, to win the game and even the series Uh, at the Chase Center in San Francisco with that big 107-88 blowout Sunday night ugliness that you want to call it kind of game. Curry had 29. Jordan Poole had 17, including that bomb half-court heave right before halftime that fell, Splash City. Curry and Poole outscored the Celtics 20-14 20-14 to 14 by themselves in the third quarter to help Golden State go on a 41-14 to 14 run out of the gates after halftime. Green said it was definitely an attitude adjustment. They are who we thought they were, so we knew we had to keep our foot on the gas pedal and not let up, and we did that. Remember game one when Boston hit nine of 12 three-pointers in the fourth quarter to seal the huge Game 1 win at the Chase in San Francisco. The Warriors held the Celtics in Game 2 to 37.5% shooting. Tatum hit 6 of 9 threes and had 28 on Sunday, but nobody else did anything with the supporting cast roles. Horford, Smart, and White combined to shoot a dismal 6-for-23 from the field in Game 2. You go to Game 1, that Boston 3-pack had 15-for-23 from 3, and that's why they won Game 1. The Dubs changed things up. They had Green on Brown and Clay Thompson on Al Horford. Brown... Came out firing, but then ended up 5 of 17 and had just 17 points. Horford was pathetic. He had two points in the game, and that just doesn't cut the mustard. Green also said, you know, guys follow me on that side of the ball. If I'm not sending a message, who is sending that message? Curry was asked about uh, when he thought he would see a jacked-up green on Sunday. He said, 
Quote, about five minutes after game one, that's all I needed to see and hear, end quote. Kerr said, quote, I thought everybody was more engaged. It was pretty obvious. Just our level of force and physicality was ramped up quite a bit, and it had to be, end quote. The Dubs only led by two at halftime, but they outscored the Celtics 35-14 in the third and then pushed the lead to 93-64 with about 10 and change left in the game. Curry had 14 of his points in the third quarter. Kerr said Steph was breathtaking in that quarter, not just the shot making, but the defensive effort. Poole, meanwhile, who was held to nine in game one and did nothing, He was burying huge shots. He had two three-point bombs in the final 30 seconds of the third quarter, including a 40-footer that came two steps past the half-court line, uh, nearing the R in that logo at the chase on the court. Tonight's definitely going to be a different atmosphere, though. They're going to be at the Garden in Boston, not in their friendly confines in San Francisco. But Golden State has won at least one road game in an NBA record 26 straight postseason series. We'll see if they can do it. Green said, we put ourselves right back in position to take control of the series. Green had nine points, seven dimes, five boards. He said, quote, now we haven't taken control of it yet, but we have put ourselves in a position to go and take control of it. The Celtics actually shot better from three than they did from the floor overall, where I said before they shot 37.5%. They hit 15 of 37 from downtown for 40.5%, and they were 13 of 17 from the line for 76.5%. And it's not like they can cry about the refs because the Dubs only went to the line 20 times and hit 14 of those for 70%. Golden State shot 40% as well from three, 15 of 37. The difference was that they shot 45.3%, 39 of 86 from the floor overall. Like I said before, Tatum was the only one that did anything. He had 28 points. He was eight of 19 from the floor, six of nine from downtown, six of eight from the line. He had six boards, three dimes, a steal to go with it. But I told you how bad everybody else was. Horford. Uh, One for four. That just can't happen. You cannot have your big, or Williams for that matter. Robert Williams had two points. He only played 14 minutes. So you get four points from your two bigs. And Marcus Smart was awful. He had two points. Smart was one of six from the floor. Oh of three from downtown. He had five dimes, but he had five turnovers. Tatum even had four turnovers, and White had three turnovers. White did nothing in the game either. He had 12, but he was four of 13 from the floor, two of four from downtown. He was perfect two of two from the line. Brown was really the star in game one, but not in game two. I told you he had just 17. They got to get, you know, Brown and Tatum going in concert with one another and having a big game at the same time where both of them go off. I won't be surprised at all if you see that tonight in Boston because when they're playing in their building with their fans as loud and raucous and crazy and drunk as they are, it's going to get Brown and Tatum 
going in a flow. They love doing it there in Beantown as opposed to how difficult it can be to do that in somebody else's building on the road in a playoff series, let alone a finals matchup. I got to tell you, I think uh, Draymond Green and Grant Williams, I I thought they were basically, you know, on the verge of throwing hands. Uh, Obviously, Dre is inside of Grant Williams' head. Uh, He got him going with all of the talk. Grant Williams was awful in the game. Six points, one rebound, one dime, one block. But that was it in 21 minutes. And two of two from the floor. But not getting any looks, not getting any shots, and wasting his time the whole night on Sunday arguing and talking smack back and forth with Green. Green was living rent-free in his skull in the penthouse, and I thought they were real close to going at it. Like, I could see him throwing down in this series. I think it's going to get way chippier starting tonight in Boston. You get the next two in Boston at the Garden. So... I think the Celtics are going to have to get dirtier, more physical, and as chippy as Green was playing in San Francisco in Boston. I mean, the Celtics have to play the same way to get in the dub's head that, hey, you're in our hizzy now. We're going to give you something to think about. We're going to hurt you. You come into the lane, you're going to get whacked. You're going to get fouled. You're going to get thrown to the ground. You're going to get whatever. But they have to match what the Warriors did in the city by the bay in Boston with the same kind of tenacity and intensity and vigor. They have to go out and rough it up and bang and throw down if they're going to beat the Dubs in Boston. Hey, look, I think they can win in Boston. I think they can win these games. I think their defense is better than the Warriors. I won't deny that I thought the Warriors played really good defense in game two. They played terrible defense in game one. When that fourth quarter, when they got outscored 20-5 to five by the Celtics, that pretty much showed me all I needed to know as to who was the better team defensively. The Celtics are the better team defensively. And you're going to get a load of that in these next two in Boston because I think they play great defense even on the road. I thought they didn't do that on Sunday in game two when they got lit up. But they definitely did it in game one, shutting down the dubs in the fourth quarter and stealing that game. They had no business winning that game, but they started knocking down shots and getting stops, and the Warriors couldn't hit the broadside of a barn in that fourth quarter, and so the Celtics stole game one. Now uh, you're in Boston, and you play that type of defense in your face, every single possession, hands all over the ball, Uh, mosquitoes all over their faces when you're in their face every shot contesting every shot and getting the hands going on the ball and getting steals and takeaways and transition buckets going the other way it's going to make the Celtics even more dangerous in this series and I can guarantee you're going to see that in these next two starting tonight I mean, everybody got involved for the dubs on Sunday. Wiggins had 11. He was 4 of 12. Not real clean, but he still got six boards and two dimes. Looney had 12. He was 6 of 6 from the floor. All of his buckets, layups, and dunks, seven rebounds, 
two dimes, three big steals in a block. I thought Looney played his ass off in 21 minutes. Curry had the 29 and five threes, six boards, four dimes, three huge steals to go with Looney's three steals. Thompson had two steals. Clay had 11 points, not sharp from shooting, four of 19, one of eight from three, but he did the other things, three rips, a dime, and getting involved, didn't turn the ball over. Poole was huge with the 17. I thought Bielitsa gave him good minutes, 11 strong, and gave him six points and five boards and a steal. I thought he was really tough. I can't wait for game three tonight. I know you're into it, so let's get it on. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 